Hey, it's Mia. I just wanted to say thanks again for downloading this wherever it is you're downloading this, whether it's YouTube, RSS, or Spotify. Um, Thank you so much, and I hope to have this on Apple Podcasts soon, just so we can expand our audience um, even further. And if you would like to um, donate to the show, um, you can give to my Patreon for as little as $1 per month, and you'll get access, early access to these podcast episodes. Or if you'd like to give a one-time donation, I have a Venmo and a Cash App that will be in the description wherever you're watching, or I, rather I should say listening to this. Um, and yeah, I hope that you enjoy this episode with Court Hartle. And um, feel free to take a look at their work while we're talking about it. Um, I promise it'll be worth it. But I also did want to say before we get started, um, there are a couple of interesting audio points throughout the podcast. Um, In the beginning, there's an airplane going over Court's house and then another part where there's a bird calling. So I apologize in advance. Um, I'm still learning audio stuff for this podcast, so thanks for bearing with me. Um, I think the most important thing is that you can hear the both of us, and these issues don't last the entire time. Um, And, you know, it feels like you were there with us. (laughs) So thanks again for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Bye. Alrighty, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Archived Conversations. My name is Mia, and this is our guest, Court. Hello. Calling in from Discord. Wow. Jackson Jackson made up that one, and and he said it was a free joke, so I had to... (laughs) Cash in on that. Yeah. So this is my first time kind of calling in through this system, and I want to thank my partner, Jackson, again a lot for helping me set this up so I can connect with people remotely, so... Thank you, Jackson. Um, shout out, Don Cobb Doom. <laughs> um, so, welcome, Court. Thanks again for taking the time to be here. Please introduce yourself to the people. Thank you for having me. As um, a plane know, goes over. <laughs> As the airplane flies. Way to make an entrance. Um, yeah, so um, my name is Court. Hartle. Um, I use they, them pronouns. Um, I am a multidisciplinary artist um, based in St. Pete, Florida. Um, I also do some like collections care, like art world museum type stuff as well. Um, Yeah. Heck yeah. That's actually... um one of the ways that we connected, I'm really glad that I could connect you with uh, a gallery that would employ you. So that makes me happy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm very happy to be employed. Yeah, Um, well, kind of. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm happy to be employed if- If I gotta be. Being employed is something that is necessary. Right. Just just to be clear. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. I'm glad that you can be in the gallery space and doing that stuff because, um, I don't know, I see you. That's all I'm saying. You know, I see you and the team um, doing a lot of stuff and also you just doing a lot with your own personal work. So I just want to, yeah, like it's hard out here. <laughs> um, yeah. So just want to say proud of you. Proud of you. <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> of course. Um, and yeah, again, I'm just really excited to um, get to know you. So please, like, take us through your life as a creator. Like, did you start, um, like, making art young? Were there any people in your family who, like, wanted you to be an artist? Or was it just kind of something that, you know, take us through it? I want to know. The people want to (laughs) know. Okay. Um, So I think like a lot of people who end up being artists as adults, um, I made a lot of like art as a kid. Like I was like creative as a kid. Um, 
I was always like building little like houses and dioramas and like little sculptural things out of like old cereal boxes and like household objects and household trash and stuff like that. Um, and then I, you know, I had those like how to draw this books, how to draw that books. <laughs> and so it was like that always, I don't know, that was just like the thing that made me really happy. It was like, um, I had this one book that was like how to draw rainforest animals and I think that was like the first time where I was like oh my god this is like like if I put these circles and these lines together I'm gonna make a pangolin I don't even know I've never heard of this animal before but like it this was a blank page before and now there's something on this page that looks like something and that other people know it's a thing that it looks like and that is like magic to me um and so yeah so you know it was that made me very happy as a kid Aww. like being able to like make things um and then i kind of like let that go as time went on um mostly just because um the area that i'm from um it's like a very small conservative town like an hour and a half north of tampa um they didn't have a whole lot of funding for the arts or for like art classes and stuff like that um and so then i never really took an art class again after like elementary school <laughs> um and but i got really into like books and reading and writing and stuff like that and so um yeah. and now as an adult yeah. that really does figure into like the work that I make um and then it wasn't until I was like 19 or 20 that I started like picking up and like making things again um it was I had been going through a particularly like traumatic period um where I kind of like couldn't you know I lost the ability to like feel connected to my body like I couldn't feel connected to other people like you know I was finding it hard to like trust other people and you know just kind of like connect to myself into the outside world you know like trauma um <laughs> and I just kind of needed a way to like get it out like a way and a way to like process it so that I could just like you know um like, so I could process it in my body and just, like, you know, yeah. needed a hobby and yeah. do it. And so yeah. um, I turned to painting. Um, mm -hmm. And that was just kind of, like, it was just something that was around. Um, yeah. Kind of like, an accident that I just started doing that. Um, and it became, you know, kind of a, a source of therapy for me to like work through some like really difficult feelings um some really difficult some things that it's like really difficult to put words to mm -hmm. um sometimes it's easier to put like pictures to it or like movement or gesture or you know whatever um and then you know after a while i started like sharing it with other people like you know just friends and like via like the internet and stuff like that and um people really connected to it yeah. um and it was another one of those like aha moments mm -hmm. where it's like oh this is like this can help me like re-enter the world basically like this can help me like like, figure out, like, who I am as a person again, and also, yeah. like, figure out how, like, to relate to other people again, because, you know, there are things that, like, I can't put into words, or that, like, anybody can't put into words, like, there are, like, you know, intangible experiences, mm -hmm. um, and, like, we can relate to each other through art, even, you know, when we can't through other means um and so that just that was just really really powerful um to me and so I kept doing it <laughs> yeah um and I didn't really set out to be an artist um it's just kind of like something that happened through continually making art um that's so. really great and yeah I <laughs> I definitely feel that because the 
first time I really started to make things that like were vulnerable and were like very personal to me. That's when I noticed that people really took notice and were like connecting with it. And I was just like, damn. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. wild. Like, yeah. Like people yeah, can feel and I, so and much. Like it is really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I um, also, I've talked about this in multiple archived conversations episodes, but I'm also from a small town and like not really arts focused. I mean, I would say like maybe certain schools were, but definitely not the school I went to. Like I remember in my art class the kids that were across who sat across from me were um seniors i was a freshman at the time and they were like chewing on chewing dip um <laughs> like they had dip in their lip um and just like doing the most ridiculous um exaggerated portraits let's call them of like teachers mm. and stuff and um (laughs) no me too it's like so like quintessential of like my high school like Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um yeah I really it's interesting now to to see like how I don't know about you but has your small town like in recent years (laughs) started to like turn to the arts and like things yeah. are starting to happen with that, like, and people are moving yeah. there. Like, has that happening to your town, <laughs> your small town? It's very weird. It's a very weird experience. It's like every now and then something like, it's like the, there's like a mural festival uh-huh. happening in like downtown Brooksville, like at some point in the near future. And I'm like, it makes me really happy. Like, it makes me really, really happy because, like, you know, kids are still growing up there. Exactly. You know, like, people are still, like, moving there and kids are growing up there and, like, now they are going to have access to that kind of stuff. Like, I remember, um, like, it's, pr- like, we're, like, working in a community college art gallery right yes. now. Like, you know, it's, like, I remember that I didn't go to an art gallery or an art museum until I was also, like, yeah. in community. There just wasn't yep. anything around. Same. And it makes me really happy that, like, you know, there are people, like, there are good people who are out there who are, you know, trying to, like, change things for the people that are there, so. I agree 100%. I'm just kind of selfish in that. I'm like, where was this when I was growing up? You know? That's true. That's true. And also, a little, just... I'm a little curmudgeonly about it, too, where I'm just like, kids these days, they don't what? know. <laughs> we were starving. We were starving for, for the, the arts. arts. Yeah. Our culture. Yeah. Gosh. The culture was the sticks, okay? <laughs> that was the yeah. culture. Yeah. <laughs> the culture was mudding. <laughs> And going swimming in the yeah. local, like, swimming hole, I guess. I wouldn't call mm-hmm. it a lake. And, like, <laughs> breaking into, like, the weird abandoned places yep. that are, like, out in, like, the Because what else, what else are you going to do? You do yeah. that and go to Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Denny's sometimes. Or IHOP. Waffle House, though. Mm-hmm. Waffle House. Anyway, not to get sidetracked, <laughs> but I just love bonding over... The small town vibes because mm-hmm. it's just funny <laughs> there's just something about it you know <laughs> yeah yeah um those intangible experiences yeah <laughs> but um so thanks again for sharing your kind of background with us it's cool that you weren't really setting out to do that um because i totally feel that i feel like I didn't know what I was doing, but I was just doing stuff and people Mm -hmm. were liking it. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to just keep doing whatever. (laughs) But um, it feels very like organic that way. It feels very like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like I'm not working towards a career. I'm not working towards. It took me a long time to say like, to be able to even like carry that, like that 
like label of like I'm an artist because I'm like like making the transition from like making art to being an artist is like such a weird like big step or yeah yeah so I once read an article that um maybe maybe I can try and find it I feel like it was on the creative independent but it was about um just that like in in um favor of people using that term more like like do say that you are an artist because you are an artist um and then it you know I'm there's a lot more to it than that but like I was like I can see I can see that like why are we so hesitant like people who do accounting call themselves an accountant Mm -hmm. and it's like we make our like always why aren't we artists, <laughs> why aren't, right, why yeah. aren't we artists? Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah it's it's right. interesting there's just like that word weight to it which I'm sure mm-hmm. um that weight to the words I guess is what I'm trying to say um that I'm sure you recognize as a writer um which we'll get to later on too because mm-hmm. you yeah. definitely use text um, I do. I definitely do. In your work, <laughs> which I really, I always, I really appreciate um, that. Um, I, I found that a lot of works that I am like attracted to often use text or words. Um, I've just, for myself personally. So, um, but I did find your work through your paintings. Um, And I find that, at least from what I could see on, um, like, your Instagram, like, portfolio, so to say, um, I find your subjects to be, like, haunting. There's a lot of big, wide open spaces with small, repetitive details, like hair strands or marching ants. Um, And so can you kind of tell us like do you feel how do you think that developed that process developed over time was that kind of part of just the repetitive how repetition can be like meditative or was there something else there yeah um absolutely um so I think when I first started painting um I was doing a lot of like portraits and figurative work, but it wasn't, it was, they were always like kind of obscured or like abstracted in a kind of way. Um, Which like, I guess looking back now, like kind of goes back to that like processing trauma type thing and like trying to like, you know, figure out who you are after trauma and trying to like find um, moments of like, connection with like the world I guess Mm -hmm. um and then over time I feel like those threads have carried through through my work um of things that are ambiguous um of contradiction of um definitely of like yearning and loss and trying to like embody things that are like intangible or ephemeral um and they're also very heavily inspired by like place and so like you know growing up in like the swamp in florida is like i feel like that had such a profound impact on you know not just like aesthetically um like my work but also I don't know just this sense of like many things existing at once like many many things um like many like realities and truths existing at once because like the swamp is so teeming with like life and death um I feel like it gave me that like kind of sensitivity towards that um and then yeah the the figures in the paintings they 
do like they always are like searching for something they're always like yearning for something they're always like even when there are two figures or more like interacting like there's this kind of like almost this like unspoken like shroud between them like they're just kind of like you know fumbling around in this like kind of like wide open space this like wide yeah. open landscape um and then as far as like the repetition um it is very like meditative it is very like um i find myself making a lot of like patterns yeah inadvertently, like, yeah very like intuitive spontaneous patterns with yeah. like just rendering like tiny tiny like 10,000 tiny lines like in a in a single like painting um with like hair and grass mm -hmm. and veins and you know like marching ants but yeah. then there's the you know a large field of you know like a literal field or a field of skin or something mm -hmm. um and you know the the I think another part too of the like repetitive mark making um, has to do with, um, so I don't make art about OCD. However, I do have OCD. Uh, and a large part of that is um, making, um, you know, repetitive mm -hmm. act of like repetitive right. actions right. that like, you don't really have a whole lot of control, control over. over right um and i think part of it is trying to like take back control a little bit um in that like these these actions are intentional and i do have control over them um and they make something beautiful and i can you know the same with kind of the subject matter too um, I, I, I think the mark making mimics the subject matter in that, like, you know, I can exist in things that are, like, dark and somber and um, scary and, you know, that feel, like, futile. Um, and they can also be, like, you know, beautiful and haunting and, like, strange and at the same time, so... Yeah, absolutely. Um, sorry, I'm looking. I want to go to your page real quick. Yeah, I... I also just want to remark on your color palettes. It's just so good. <laughs> That bird is screaming and loves it too. <laughs> Agrees. Same, 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 same. Um, lots of yellows and reds and fleshy colors. And again, the the mark making. I just there's a video of you here too where you're doing the repetitive marks to fill in the shades, and I'm just ugh. <laughs> I just I'm I'm just like yeah and um yeah so well thank you again for um giving us some insight into you know your process and the way that you like go through these paintings and like is how how would you say like you choose subjects of your paintings I mean there's a crane here um, on your emo night Tampa shirt. So I'm like that, you know, that's like Florida. That reminds me of Florida mm -hmm. and the swamp. Um, uh, and then there's like, I'm not sure it's a creature of habit and it's, is it a dog? Do you know mm -hmm. that painting well, or a wolf? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, um, so I think that like the, the <laughs> Sorry, the bird. <laughs> it's okay. The like, figures and the creatures and, you know, all of the things that are alive um, mm -hmm. in the paintings, they all 
are meant to be kind of ambiguous. They're because they're all meant to yeah. be like characters or archetypes. They're not right. meant to be. It's not like this is my pet dog. Right. It's right. meant to be. This is kind of like the idea of a dog. Um, or like this is like this is yeah. you know a creature that is you know can be easily like its torso can be lengthened its legs can be lengthened like its limbs can like reach um and you know it's not quite human but it's not quite mm-hmm. not um and so mm-hmm. i feel like that allows people to like engage a little bit deeper yeah than if it's just like okay well what is this like dog what's, what's i mean i was doing? just i was just yeah what the dog doing i mean that's what yeah, i was like, just just yeah. through talking it out with you like there were a few pieces that i like specifically were looking at as you you know what um I was like mentioning, you know, the marching ants and things like that, but now I'm just like go like going through and looking at um everything and yeah, I am seeing more um just as you're speaking, I'm like looking at everything and I'm like, "Whoa." <laughs> That's why I'm just like I, I mean, this is a podcast, so people aren't going to really hear me like nodding my head, but this whole time I'm yeah. like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I'm like, "Yeah, you get it. You get it." Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. And I also like work from um like like using like memories as like a point of departure yes. to a lot. Um, totally. And like how memories like can warp and shift and be cloudy and misrepresent things or mm-hmm. you know, represent things that are like truer than mm-hmm. reality because they're all tied up in like emotion and like like you know stories and. Yeah, I'm working that out with my therapist right now. <laughs> She's like, not everything was so bad. And I'm like, oh, I just, sometimes I forget the good stuff. <laughs> Don't dismiss me. No, no, yeah, she, she's never said that. But she's made me realize, though, some like through talking about it, that it's like there were things that were keeping you alive and it's like you know what you're right (laughs) um so it's more in that sense but shout out to my therapist um (laughs) um but yeah thanks again for sharing all of that with us um I'm so stoked on it um and so I also um wanted to talk about um the most recent well I won't say the most recent but um some of the recent ceramics that you have been building lately and um giving to the people (laughs) um thank you uh thank you for making stuff um (laughs) yeah my pleasure (laughs) thank you for making art (laughs) oh you're welcome an artist um (laughs) So, I feel like, I think, so, things in Florida, right, politically, um, have been, like, on the downturn for a while now, but I'm just, so I'm speaking right now from my my own experience, um, but I found that um it feel it felt like just as things were starting to like really ramp up like I feel like the day I'm trying to figure out how to put this into words maybe I should have thought about that before coming on but um (laughs) trying to put it into words um I feel like there is a day that just like it really felt, everything just felt really bad. Um, like, there was some big piece of news that had just come out. It felt like so, like an explosion, like, um, just like it, 
like a critical mass kind of like a just like i just felt like things were hitting a boiling point um for me personally like i was feeling very angry and sad and like scared like on this particular day i don't remember the day but i remember just having a really awful time because of everything all, all of what's happening in florida um all, like just all of the censors- censorship and the hate and just you know just to <laughs> put it into a few words um I feel like that day was also the same day that um, you had posted one of the first um, plates that you have been making um, Mm -hmm. that have the text on it. Uh, These days, I'm focusing on what I can control and trying to build something that's better. This is what I came came up with. I hope it's okay. And, like, that hit me so good. Um, and I just like, uh, it just made a huge impact on me. And I just wanted to tell you that it did. And I'm sure there are, there are plenty of other people as well who like need this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so again, thank you. (laughs) But, um, I kind of wanted to talk to you um about it and see just what what you were thinking about when you wrote that um did you write it like give us the process did you write it and then you know um so with that one i think yeah, I I live in Florida too. I live in the world too, and also had been feeling that kind of like critical mass, like boiling point of like how much more can we take, kind of. But also like, what is there to be done? Um, you know, because like the levers of power are such that like it is so, you know, infrequent that you know i mean just on an individual level like on an individual level like we can't do very much about like these bigger things everything yeah Yeah, like the law (laughs) yeah yeah um like on a collective level is like a totally different and i guess like you know another answer would be like organizing like organize 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 and like build coalitions and build community um but, you know, I was, like, I didn't have that in that moment. Like, it was, I was just, you know, like, kind of, like, alone with my thoughts. And it's just, like, what, how much more can we take and what is to be done? Yeah. And it that just kind of came to me where it's, like, this is, this is what I can do. Like, I can make things that, you know. Foster community. Can, yeah, like, I can make things that, like, help build that community, even if it's not, if there's not, like, a material benefit to it. It's, like, I, you know, I want to, like, see and be seen, kind of. Like, I want to, like, I want to know that there are other people out there that feel the way I do. Like, yeah. I want to know that, like, you know, and that, like, I feel the way that other people do, and I want to make other, like, I want to give other people that sense, too, and yeah, in that kind of moment, I was like, oh, well, that is what I can do, and I hope it's okay, yeah, um, and so a lot of those, so the, those plates, um, in specific, um, they're, I'm calling them protest poems, um, and it's, kind of an ongoing series I think I have now a few that I like haven't like posted anywhere because I'm just like saving them for me sure um but it really is just like they're coming out in these like moments of like 
rage or like sadness or like like just like vulnerability or powerlessness or um you know sometimes like like righteous anger you know like sometimes like feeling powerful um but it's all just kind of like an attempt to like get some kind of grip on the world um as it is um through a medium that is very like domestic like through a Mm -hmm. medium that is very just we have plates in our homes and I just started learning how to make ceramics this year and Mm -hmm. like I mean I think that adds another layer to it or it's like this is what I can do right now like this is what Mm -hmm. I can make make little plates uh and I can write things on them and I hope that that is you know enough um and if you know like you saying that like you felt really seen and you felt really connected to that that like kind of gives an indication that like mm-hmm. oh yeah is enough mm-hmm. um, because like you know if if we want to get more like conceptual and like you know critical and academic it's like ceramics are very fragile um but they also last for a very long time um and like the same goes with like words you know, like, it's the same for, like, you know, as soon as we speak words, they, you know, evaporate into the air. Um, or if they're on paper, they might last a little bit longer. Um, but, you know, they, like, language has, like, such a lasting impact on, like, the people around us. And so. Yeah, absolutely, they do. And it's, these poems are certainly something to be preserved, so I'm glad that you chose ceramics. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, and also, this uh, poem number one as well, and that was the other one that I, like, that I really needed, too. Um, mm-hmm. Me and all of my friends are gonna bite the hand that fed us scraps. We're gonna tear it to shreds and let the warm blood soak our gums. We don't want a seat at the table. We've been made to cower under. We're gonna use the charred bones as toothpicks. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that that too just kind of speaks to um, like the power in like the collective. Yes. Because that you know, oh, we got is each other. Yeah, exactly. Like we have each other, and um, you know, it's like even though that's all we have, like that's a lot. That's everything. Like, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's that is very part. Like that's powerful that we have each other. Um, and I I think what I guess what is interesting about the protest poems like to me is that um to like I incorporate text into a lot of my paintings yes um but that usually comes after like a very long process of like refining and like so even if there's like a few words to like a sentence in it Mm -hmm. um I like labor over like word choice like I like I need like I labor over like the exact perfect most like concise like biting Mm -hmm. like what is like the absolute perfect word to use here um like to you know kind of make whatever meaning it is that is like in this painting um and I think why the like protest poem plates why those are you know interesting to me is because like they're not that a lot of that is just like kind of on the fly like responses to just like you know this political this world that we're in right now yeah um, that requires like these responses that requires like it's like every day like there was a there was it seems to have either slowed down or we're all just like exhausted at this point but it seemed like earlier this year there was like 
there was a, it was like every fucking day it was like every day was like there was like something um and so like our reactions were like every day there's something and it's like yeah so yeah old ronnie boy is too busy um trying to clean up his presidential campaign so he's not causing terror here but i'm sure all of his lackeys are in the local community Uh, you know which again why this is why like what the things that you are making are so important because like people just need this like at least very like at the very minimal like somebody finds you online who isn't like from this area and they see one of these protest poems and they're just like protest poems and there's some some queer kid in middle nowhere Mm -hmm. florida and like that could like mean it means so much to me and to other people in this local community but it's like it's the it's out there you know and that's Mm -hmm that sense of solidarity at the very Mm. minimal, you know, of like somebody not actually knowing you, but seeing that piece and like feeling that solidarity, solidarity is like, that makes an impact on the like brain, (laughs) the brain wrinkles, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, like, that's like all I want too yeah like that's like all i could ever ask for too is like you know like some queer kid in middle of nowhere florida who like you know feels like they're not alone like in like the you know in those like messier like harder feelings um so like yeah thank you for thank you so much for saying that because like that's you know it's it is very like touching and heartwarming. To, yeah, to hear that, like it's always good to hear that like something that you made made an impact on someone. Yeah, so, which in turn like makes an impact on me. So totally, thank you for yeah. How you feel about it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just, I also just love the choice of red for the text. Mm-hmm. It just like, it just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how it makes sense but it does that's one of those things where it's like i'm not gonna think about it too hard i'm not gonna be like oh the author chose to put in a blue door who <laughs> represents you know loyalty or whatever i'm like i just liked it like that uh-huh. and it, i feel like it hits harder and red it, no yeah it's a strong like color yeah. for sure it's, oh no we're, do- we're doing we're, we're doing, doing it uh-huh um, that's great. Well, thank you for um, sharing that. Are you gonna be making more? Like, do you, will this be a continuous series, or are you gonna? Do you have plans to make it like a definitive? Like, there's gonna be eight, or there's gonna be ten, or is it just ongoing? Um, do you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's that's the thing. Is like this might sound like trite or something, but it's like <laughs> I feel like I'm going to make them as long as they need to be made. As long as I yeah. they need to keep being made, I'm going to keep making them. Um, so it's, you know, an ongoing series that, like, when I don't feel like I need to anymore, I'll stop. And then yeah. I'll just have a bunch yeah. of plates. <laughs> that you can eat off of. That you can eat, yeah. eat the rich off of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was, like, that was, there was one of them. I think it was, like, the protest poem one, the one that you read aloud. Yeah. That, like, me and all my friends are going to bite the hand. Yep. Um, yeah. I think that one, like, I did joke about it. I was like, this is the plate that you eat the rich off of. Oh, so. yeah, totally. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I would like a seat at that dinner table sometime. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, cool. Thanks again for, um, you know, telling us all about your work and um, what it means to you and I'm happy to share what it means to me and again I'm sure that means to other people too um so yeah again I just really appreciate the time and um I also wanted to ask like is there anybody because I know that you had said earlier that you kind of accidentally um became like a painter so um but in that case was there any artist any creator any or like creative person um 
was there anybody who was like kind of an inspiration to you or like somebody that you saw and you were like, I could do stuff like that or I want to do stuff like that? Yeah. Um, so I think there were three off the top of my head mm-hmm. that I can think of right now that were like, just like really impacted me when I was younger and it's um Francis Bacon like of course um <laughs> like if you make if you make weird scary paintings you probably have been influenced uh-huh. by Francis Bacon at some point yeah um and Goya um I really love like the emotion and like the palette and just the like mm-hmm. the drama makes sense um, yeah <laughs> and then this one I guess is kind of like with the with regard to those two is kind of from left field but um Jenny Holzer is I like love Jenny Holzer and I think that like you know interacting with her work when I was younger um like really encouraged me to incorporate more like text to incorporate text into like my art like to yeah. you know to look at text as art itself or that it can be and um mm. yeah and then as far not this isn't so much like like an artist that like I looked at and was like I want to make stuff like that but sure. like a really really positive strong influence in my life actually has been my best friend Bailey Whirling we started this little art collective together back in like 2016 i want to say uh-huh um, where it was just like we just kind of got together and like made art and zines yeah. and you know like wrote things and stuff like that and that has been like um good boy has been like a ah yeah, that's been like a constant in my life for for a long time, and you know, that's good. So like, yeah, having like a creative for like a very very dear friend. Yeah, what a like, joy. Yeah, yeah, it's really amazing. So like, shout out Bailey, who also like an incredible artist, like in her in her own right. So <laughs> heck yeah. Um, does she have a website? <laughs> Um, she doesn't have a website. She has an Instagram. Okay, what's her um, Instagram? It's at btwerling, W-E-R-L-I-N-G. Okay, cool. I'm yeah. gonna put it, I'll put it in the the links and stuff, too, when I post this. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. No, yeah, go ahead. Say what you're gonna say. Okay. All right, and then, like, other influences, too, like, outside yeah. of art. Yeah. I've been, like... Um, really like horror, uh-huh. and, like, horror especially. Uh-huh. So like, John Carpenter and like Cronenberg and like those guys, uh-huh. those like old like like did these just like monstrous like not quite human, not quite not yeah um, like creatures. Like uh, I love that shit. Um, and like. Uh, Jinji Ito too, mm-hmm. uh, and um, a lot of like Southern Gothic literature. Yeah, as well. true. I I honestly like um, when I was looking at um, a lot of your paintings, I was kind of reminded of this artist who, I think her name name is Tallulah something, but I forget, I haven't looked at her work in so long because I was like obsessed with her like 10 years ago, literally. Um, but I don't remember her last name at the moment, but she was the person, do you know, are you familiar with the, um, two, the two-piece uh, purity ring? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So. Like musicians? Yeah. Like yeah. So Purity Ring, um, I was reminded of the artist that did a lot of their artwork um, when I was looking through. So I often, Purity Ring was like my, they were like my favorite, like, duo Mm -hmm. forever. Like, they still are, but I I haven't been listening to them as much, but... um, I was, like, obsessed with, again, like, 
the like the the singer of the group like her vibe was always so like kind of again that like haunting like kind of creepy but also kind of like like but still cool <laughs> um and just a lot of these kind of creep like more so kind of like creepy drawings I guess um would always be like in there in there um like merch and like cover albums and stuff so um I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar um but I when I was first to do some like sleuthing yeah I'll see if I can find Tallulah oh her name oh that's not her Oh, Tallulah Fontaine. Tallulah Fontaine. It seems like she has a more refined illustration style now. But, um, not refined, but I feel like before she had the similar color palettes as you, like, if you go to her Instagram, for example, like, she's a lot using a lot of the red and the black, um, mm. and kind of the oh, wide yeah, open spaces and lines but it looks like she has she uses a lot more blue now which is interesting anyway it's not about her right now it's about you court (laughs) (laughs) it's very like dreamy and yeah yeah i think i i like dropped off of her work because um i think there was like a long time where she hadn't really uploaded anything and i was Mm. just like i don't know if this person's ever gonna update their stuff again but um yeah, your work reminded me a lot of, like, the work of hers that I was looking at, like, 10 years ago. So I just wanted to p- point her out to you um, since I kind of saw, like, a similar style. Um, Thank you. It's very, yeah. like, I'm looking at it. It looks, it's very, like, illustrative. Yes. Um, and that's kind of, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I have <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, I, um, I, that has also been, like, said about my work is that it's totally illustrative and very, like, like, I get a lot of, like, um, I forget who said it, but it was at, like, a recent, like, art event. They said that my work is, like, a storybook that you would never want your kids to read. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that interpretation. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna take a nap for the like for the old bio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Bless that person. Yeah. I'm gonna use that later. Put that in my pocket. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. Well, speaking of art events, is there anything that you're a part of currently? Um, anything coming up that you wanna shout out? Um, there's. A group show, a ceramics group show, actually, at um, the Department of Contemporary Art. (gasps) I think it will probably have been... Oh, that Emiliano, he's the founder and director. It was guest curated by um, a local person named um, Gretchen McCoy. Cool. Um, uh, It'll probably have been announced by the time this comes out, I hope. Okay. (laughs) If not, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah, So I'll have, actually, a plate and a cup. Um, it's not in the protest poem series, but it it is kind of, um, you know, has a similar, like, vein to it. Um, that opens September 7th. Okay. Um, and then this is, like, a long, like, a long-term thing, but I actually have a solo show early next year um, where, called Swamp Church. Um where I'm going to be, I guess, like, distilling a lot of the things that we talked about. Yeah. And so, like, things that are haunting, like, storytelling, um, you know, like, solid, like, you know, the power in the collective, um, you know, with, like, very strong, like, Florida influence, kind of a response to, like, the world as it is. Yeah. Um where (laughs) that's also at doka that's also i know i'm like (laughs) i'm so excited yeah i'm i'm really really excited um i yeah yeah 
I can't wait. That's like I think January or February. We haven't hammered out like a concrete date yet. Yeah, right. Coming um, back after the holidays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it's like maybe. Um, so yeah, those are like the two big things that I'm part Ooh. of right now. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, something to look forward to. Me personally, yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm know about you. To... Maybe you're feeling the pressure a little bit, but I know it's going to be amazing. Bit, yeah. yeah, all because all of my like not like work energy is going yeah. into the solo show right now, as you know, right. as happens. Yep. Um, so That's... I just I realized today like February is going to be like like January before we know it it's gonna be here before I can't believe it's August I'm just like I'm just living my life at this point I don't even care (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know when holidays are don't ask me (laughs) yeah after February I think I'm just gonna take like a three-hour nap every single day yeah totally it's gonna be like my anti-capitalist rebellion yeah 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 (laughs) gonna take a lot of naps gonna play a lot of video games yes yeah <laughs> good for you i'm 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 really looking forward to that show though i'm very stoked on it because it's funny um emiliano was part of the podcast um last year and he was like ta- talking about just opening it i'm pretty sure so it's cool that it's like coming back around um yeah and like Oh, yeah, and that was, like, almost, like, a year ago exactly now, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because I think think we did that episode in September or October. So, yeah, not that far from now. So, yeah, good times. (laughs) That's great to see that it, like... We were talking about it, and it was just a spark in the sun. And And it's, like, like, actually happening. Yeah, it's like it's fully like come to fruition. It's realized. And, like, shown so many, yeah, shown so many like great artists, and I'm yes. like really, really honored to be um, included in in the mix there. So <laughs> yeah, man, I cannot wait for you. That's gonna be such a great time, and I'm also excited to see the uh, group show too. Um, I love ceramics, so I'm stoked on it. I can't wait to see the, all this. I just my problem. I never do. <laughs> but my problem with ceramics is I just want to touch it and hold it. <laughs> but I know you're not, sp- I mean, sometimes you're allowed to, but like sometimes you're not supposed to do that. So most of the time you're not supposed yeah. to do that. But it's like, I just want to touch the glaze. <laughs> just let me touch the glaze. No, I'm just kidding. It's hard and like, yeah, it's hard in like a gallery <laughs> setting because it's like, what are you talking about? This is like my plate at home. Like I eat, like, <laughs> of, I eat my beans off of this. Why what make it a plate if I can't it? eat on it? <laughs> Go to your grandma's house and look. Why would you do this to us? I know. But, (laughs) no, I'm really, I'm looking forward to it. Um, So, yeah, thanks again so much. And um, if people wanted to keep up with what you're doing, where can they find you at? Um, I think the most current, like, easiest way would be Instagram. Um, It would be at court c-o-r-t hartle h-a-r-t-l-e um and then i also have a website it's um uncertainarts.com so yeah oh yeah that's right sweet yes i love websites don't even get me started i i could talk about like you know they brought have you you, are you familiar with geocities (laughs) yeah yeah. They have Neo Cities now. Did you know that? Oh my god. They basically All like right. kind of brought it back and I I'm just, I've just been digging through those archives ever since. Ever since June told me actually. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to have to uh, <laughs> log like, off. <laughs> so yeah, just got to send you down that wormhole. Um so I, I, but I'm all about the, I love, um, websites. I go to, um, Department of Contemporary Arts website all the time, actually, because I just like the way that he designed it. Um, yeah, honestly, same. <laughs> well, I don't know if he designed it or if he just built it, but either way, I really like mm-hmm. it. So, like, the um, way that the, just like the colors, just like, yes, the like, oh, it's great. The um, text choice, the font yeah. choice, it's just, mwah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, ah, well, thanks again so much for um, being on. I really appreciate it um, and giving us some insight into what you've been doing, what you're up to, and what's what's good for the future. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is this has been fun. Yeah, like, I'm. Yeah, I was really excited when you asked me to like be on. Like, oh my god, like of course. Yeah. So th- yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. And um, I, again, really stoked. Come see it September seventh group show, and then early twenty twenty four. Follow yes. Department of Contemporary Art so you can see when that solo show is coming up. Um, <laughs> shout out to that. I'll be there, you know. I'll be there. So thanks again so much, and we'll see you next time. Bye.